0: What up nerds and welcome to Tales from the Shortbox, the once-weekly Wednesday podcast Where we uh, we talk about comic books My name is Adam Chian, and I'm here, as I'm always here, with the other voices on this show Sean Petit What's up? Casey Crawford Hello And RJ hey Heyo as a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, I'm going to ruin those for you. But uh, I'll give you some time stamps in the episode description so you can skip anything that you might need to skip. Our top story this week is Devil's Reign by Chip Zdarsky, Marco Cicchetto, and Marcio Menyes.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking Chugging along with all rain. the best
2: events that have been happening lately. We're doing
1: yeah, it. Yeah, we've talked in piecemeal, but now we can make sense of them all.
0: Yeah, we can put this all together into one big old conversation. Yeah, it's Uh,
2: pretty nice. So, uh, just from, like, the little bit of feedback we've been getting from, like, the Discord and, like, listeners that I know in person, I think people are digging it. Like, so, you know, thanks for the feedback, guys. Also, feel free to tell us if you don't dig it. Like, that's also cool.
0: Yeah, and I, I did it. I pulled the trigger. We did the legacy numbering, oh, but you'll shit. notice you'll notice the episode is was episode one, but the file name was still uh 108. So that's some Marvel shit going on because I can't <laughs> I can't actually name them the same numbers again because it'll fuck shit up. So that's how that's gonna be. Legacy. I mean, how numbering. many people
2: are looking at the file name other than
3: you? I mean, you,
0: you, you never know. Just I like a real know. life comic. Yeah, it's just like just like they do in the comic books. We're doing we're a comic book now, guys. We're just we as
3: confusing it. and hard Pointless. to get into. <laughs> oh well, I like that.
1: <laughs> just as confusing and hard to get into. I like that. <laughs> That's what she said. Sounds like oh! my love life. Yikes! <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love it. So,
2: uh, RJ, how was the fan expo?
3: Uh it was good. I ran into a listener. And Yay. I, they were wearing our shirt and Oh. Fuck, yeah. Very surreal moment, but you That know. is super <laughs> surreal.
2: Oh my god. Um, yes. Uh it was it was Zunami, right? Yes. Yeah, shout um, out to Zunami in the Discord. I don't I don't know their real name, so Tsunami they shall it. remain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you shall rename
3: Zunami. <laughs> and then I met some creators like Stephanie Phillips and Philip Kennedy Johnson and Zoe, uh, who does the art? Yeah, Thurgood. He does the oh, art fuck for fuck Yeah, love her. That's awesome. Also- amazing. Uh, it was um, a fun
2: time. That's, that's cool. That's awesome. Um, speaking of meeting creators, uh, so um, my boyfriend went out to the bar, like near his job after work on Saturday night, and then Sunday, like noon, we're like finishing up lunch, and he's just like, "Oh, I met somebody that was working at that convention."
4: And I'm Working like, at that convention.
2: Yeah, and I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, they write like a Supergirl or a Superman or something. And I'm like, I'm sorry, excuse me? <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he started to describe a, a creator and book that I haven't read that sounds awesome, but it's like post-apocalyptic thing. Um, and I'm like, Okay, so I kind of do a mental inventory of people that were working the convention, and uh, my first one, I was like, "Did you meet Donnie Cates?" He's like, "No, I didn't." fucking meet Donny Cates." And I'm like, "Okay, all <laughs> that right." That would been great. That's who
0: I was just in the year going. Donny's I hope amazing. it's fucking Donny That's Cates. The, well, then,
2: and then, and then, because he, uh, he started describing him, he's like, "I don't know. he's like a you know, a, like white guy." I'm like, "Oh, that narrows it down." He's like, oh, "Kind of <laughs> yeah. like blondish, kind of like blondish hair." I'm like, "Donny Cates." He's like, "No, I said it wasn't
5: Donny Cates." <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 you, just, you just the whole conversation assumes Zach doesn't actually know who. Danny Cates is <laughs> for that. It but was Danny like, Bates,
5: <laughs> Danny, da- Danny.
2: Um, but then I'm like, oh wait, there was a writer at the convention that is currently writing Superman. So I Google Philip Kennedy Johnson and pull up a photo of him on on like Google Image. And I'm like, is this the guy? And he's like, yeah, that's him. And I'm like, oh cool, you wrote the guy writing Action Comics, which is fucking awesome right now. What <laughs> the fuck?
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
2: Yeah, so so both R.J. and Zach uh, met Philip Kennedy Johnson, so I guess we're best friends with them now.
3: That's you know.
1: That's, that's what I just learned. I just thought friend, it, it's funny. The show.
3: It's yeah. funny because I gave him a sticker, and if he ever ends up making the connection between the fact that the sticker is Zach's artwork. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, shit, yeah, that's a good point. Um yeah. and
2: Because like the first the first thing I said was, "You asshole." Uh, How dare you just be so much better at this? Yeah, well, like, you're just so much better at this than I am, like, networking with my people better than I ever could. Number two, did you mention my podcast? And he's like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, okay, cool. So that's, you know, so hopefully he put it together then. Um, That's awesome. But. That's yeah, funny. no, and th- he literally like got his phone number. They're like buddies now, which is just just a long line of Zach doing this, where he's just like, "Oh, hey, Becky Cloonan, best friends now. I got your number. Let's hang out." Like, "Oh, cool, Yeah, can't
1: wait for the barbecue. We show up at your place with Phil Kennedy, yeah. Johnson, and Becky Cloonan are there."
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would <laughs> like to be on that guest <laughs> list, please.
3: Just, just there's a comic creator barbecue at Casey's, and Casey's like. In not quarter, invited to it. Like, it doesn't, not it yeah, it doesn't, doesn't have, have Casey's working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, uh, don't invite any of them to stay over, because the last time that happened, a pandemic occurred.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that was the last time <laughs> Michael, oh, that, Michael Conrad and Becky we Clunan really were going to visit Philadelphia. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to visit. Like, can we crash on your couch? And I'm like, holy shit, hope you like annoying dogs. And then... A pandemic hit.
1: <laughs> well, we already know whose fault that is. Uh, yep. Don't don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> can we not? Could we go one episode? You have to go uh, dig into the archives if you want the if you want to know what we're talking about. I don't oh. want to put that. I won't put that voodoo out there
3: again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe his lawyers haven't come after us yet.
4: Uh, no, that's he's a awesome. <laughs> that's hilarious.
3: The goal is to get him to listen to at least just one version of that bit.
4: Yeah Yeah, I
5: like
0: how we're we're still not saying who we're talking about Yeah we'll
3: have to talk about Some of their books
1: at some point It's Donny Cates right? It's it's, it's Donny Cates
2: No it's not Fucking Donny Cates
1: People uh, people at home
0: who are regular listeners Are like they're either talking about Kieran Gillen again Or Todd McFarlane again
2: There's only two
1: Yeah It could be either You, You know yeah, no, yeah, don't care. Yeah, yeah. it's really it's fun, guys. You guys can figure it out. Context <laughs> clues. <laughs> <clears throat>
2: oh my god! Well, yeah, Kieran Gill and I have a mutual friend with also, so maybe I can make that connection happen ever again. So, all
0: right. Well, that was this week's uh, segment of people that Casey knows.
2: <laughs> Casey kind of knows I, be- through
5: the people, people that in her life that knows. are better at this. Yeah. I enjoy
3: is. the fact that like Casey's just cursed with being like. Two degrees of separation from every like comic creator she loves. Yeah,
5: <laughs> by, we're gonna by, have like, to
0: hire Tofty to write a, a little cute theme song for guys <laughs> Casey's boyfriend knows
2: <laughs> <laughs> for that
0: segment every week.
2: I mean, similarly at work the other day, like Charles Burns walked in, and then uh, my coworker Brian was just like, "Hey, Charles, what was that thing you posted online? What's what's it, what are you working on? What's your new project?" And I'm just like, "Oh my god, this Charles Burns."
0: Oh man, the one to, the, one of the times I went to visit you at, at the at the downtown store, he walked in, and you and Bride were trying to tell me. And at the at that moment, I just like didn't know who he was.
2: Yeah, I was like, I have no idea
0: who that is. And it wasn't until like you held up one of his comics, I was like, oh, that guy, that guy.
2: <laughs> oh cool! Oh cool! No, I'm me. retroactively starstruck by that.
0: Yeah, that was a funny moment. Anyway, comic books. Who's comic uh, who's books. got one or two of those? Oh, man. I got
2: I got one. Um I'm here today with my first pick. <laughs> I guess it's my only pick this week. But um li- <laughs> whatever. L- Little Monsters number 2 by Jeff Lemire and Dustin Nguyen. Um yeah, this is fucking great. So the first issue, we're introduced to a bunch of uh rambunctious children running around a p- post-apocalyptic New York that appears to be completely abandoned besides them. Uh, come to find out that they are immortal vampires. Um, and uh, that issue ends with, like, an adult, like, getting trapped and being like, oh, my God, help me! And then, like, the vampire kid's running off. So this issue, um, we get some backstory on uh, Romy. Uh, so Romy appears to be the oldest of these vampire children and, like, actually had, like, a real life beforehand. Um, And we get, like, they were in some, like, village in the Black Forest in Germany. Like In, like, the 1700s. Their, yeah. yeah, like, caring for their their dying father and, like, went out to get firewood and came back and was like, oh, that's a Dracula. Uh, <laughs> uh, so there's a Dracula uh, killing his father, and then the Dracula's Tyler like...
1: Perry presents Dracula. That's Dracula. <laughs> Dracula.
2: Um, but, but, yeah, basically, like, the, the Dracula is just like, oh, shit, I didn't realize... I thought he was alone, and I, I've, been so, I've been alone for so long, and I'm so hungry, so I thought I was kind of, like, putting him out of his misery, and I didn't, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry, but don't worry. You'll never be alone again. So, like, this vampire takes Romy under his wing and, is like, makes him immortal. Um, also, Romy appears to be the only one of these kids that's ever tasted human blood, because... So R- Romy sees the 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 dude like in in the like he's out doing graffiti and this like adult comes by and is just like, "Oh, oh, are you oh my god, are c- like c- are you alone? Can I help you? Like we have a town over here and you can like come join us. Like I'm not I'm not going to hurt you." And then the dude gets like the building collapses on him and he's like, "Oh my god, help." And Romy like runs off. Um and then in the search for Romy, Billy comes along and like sees that dude and is just like uh oh. Okay. And then like, it's like I'm a tasteless dude. He's yeah, like, drinks his blood, blood and no. eats him, <laughs> like fucking murders his ass. And then he yeah he's he's just like oh my god I never knew. And then goes back to the goes back to the group and they're like hold what the fuck is going on like why is everyone missing like why where's Romy where's Billy what's up and then Billy comes back and he's just like. Like they've kept it from us. They, we never knew how. Like it. I, I'm well, finally alive for the first time. And like, cause you know, he, he's...
0: he didn't murder the guy because then he says, "I kept him alive so that y'all can uh, try Yes.
2: Him. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
1: He's like, "Yo, yeah, so we everyone can, go, can get a taste. We can go all eat this dude right now. We That's can yeah. just pass awesome. the guy
0: around. Puff, puff, pass on this dude."
1: <laughs> and I'm guessing but maybe I, they didn't have them do it because once it, they kick the kick it on, like it's going to be harder for them to find food.
2: Yeah. Since whatever's going
1: on in the world right now, clearly humans are sparse.
2: Well, and clearly from what comes later, so, so Romy like, runs off onto his own thing, and then we find out that the narrator is actually that dude's daughter. Yeah. Um, so Romy runs into the daughter, and clearly people like humans know what vampires are, so my guess is that this is a vampire apocalypse. Like, I think vampires yeah. just, like, ravaged Took through over. humankind, and humankind are, like, left as, like, small sects, like, small, like, communities, like, in, yeah. you know, so, so like, these kids have only ever known bombed out New York, and I think, I th- my guess, also, is that Romy, like, turned a bunch of kids into vampires to have friends. Um, yeah. That seems like That's likely. my, yeah. Also, they imagine being, died. like,
0: imagine being eight years old for, like, 300 years.
2: Yeah, they're yeah, just playing war Stillwater and, and tag and jumping off buildings for fun. They're just bored. But
0: like
1: getting bored of it like <laughs> But like you wouldn't yeah. be 8, right? You know and it, like eventually I mean, they're all acting
2: like they're 8. Like Yeah, all- which is the
1: odd Well, I feel like the kids other than Romy, are that age or close to that age. They haven't been
2: No, I think they've been for vampires for a long time
1: like yeah it just seems odd cuz i feel like cuz they talk about that in stillwater like the 9 year old's like yeah we're like 300 and we're in charge here so like well, go fuck but, off but like <laughs>
2: also maybe the physics work differently like That's true. i'll i'll quote i'll quote um you know one of the greatest pieces of vampire lore that exists um the what we do in the shadows tv show
5: <laughs>
2: uh, where Laszlo turned a baby into a vampire, and then the baby's on the council, and it's still just a baby. Like it's, he never learned how to talk because it's a baby.
5: Well,
0: I mean, if if you never if you never change from that moment on, like your brain's still not going to grow any more than it did. Oh, I guess when that's a good eight.
1: point because you're technically die, right? Yeah. When yeah. You terms, so you, you have an develop. eight-year-old's
0: brain forever.
1: Okay, that makes, yeah. th- that, that Which makes kinda, sense.
0: Which uh, kind of, that sounds dope as hell, actually.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just never never know about bills. Just
3: just <laughs> yeah, like just killing. Like, yeah, but you'll just just never be Nintendo. this tall to ride this ride. That's true, uh, too.
2: Well, if I kill everyone operating the ride and do it myself, and also I can't die, so like, what's going to happen? Oh, I'm going to get decapitated yeah. on Space Mountain? Whatever, dude. It's a, a safety narc. hazard.
3: I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the site exists for a reason. <laughs>
2: Uh, for vampires, it doesn't. They,
3: they just respect the sign. And they're like, I wish I could. Do oh fuck! Still can't. <laughs> yeah. They just go well, to Pony yeah, Island and be
2: like, one of these days. But any, they're eight years old, now. so
3: they're you know they're innocent. They won't break the rules, uh, right? Fair.
0: Or they just uh, don't want to blow. They're
5: just cover. murder
3: people. But it's fu- yeah. you know they're just. It's fine. <laughs> it seems like this is really
1: the first person that they've done that to, and I think they got a taste for it, which is going to be a problem
2: yeah for yeah. somebody
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: but yeah no the the world building in this is immediately so cool like it, it, it's Jeff Lemire doing that thing where he gives you like a tiny piece of the puzzle but it implies the existence of this massive puzzle that you have to kind of yeah sift through um and Dustin Nguyen's art is just always
1: I like the amazing. color contrast that we have here Yeah,
2: only blood and graffiti are the colors that are shown, Mm -hmm. so that's pretty cool. And halftones,
0: I like the halftones. Yeah, Yeah.
4: it looks really cool. Always a fan of halftones. But yeah, no, fuck it rules. Alright guys, you know, it wouldn't be our podcast if we didn't talk about (laughs) X-Men. Let's fucking do this. Let's do it.
1: Um, So we got X-Force 27 by Benjamin Percy, Robert Gill, and Guru EFX. So this is a good... Uh, good book to read if you really enjoyed X Lives and Deaths, Ten Lives and Deaths. Sorry, uh, this kind of picks up right where we left off with Wolverine, just kind of looking at the Cerebral Helmet, like, "Yo, uh, this thing fucking sucks. This that was not fun. This thing needs. to I'm just gonna go right now. <laughs> no one <laughs> when should to go have this. Drink fucking, all of the whiskey. <laughs> this power shouldn't exist. And then it activates and turns red and grows tentacles." just kind of goes over. <laughs> um, the other big part of this book is, I think we talked about this a little bit over the course of our X-Men conversation, is um, Beast is out of fucking control. Yeah. And someone He's finally out of fucking pocket. checks out. He's up.
2: the <laughs> definition of out of pocket.
1: Yeah, they cover put this a lot. A in, yeah, put it back in pocket. Yeah, uh, bro, <laughs> you need to go in a pocket. Um, <laughs> this week's uh, X-Force and the X-Force annual cover really. Uh, a lot of this is, like, I know you're after some shit. Fucking talk, like, be straight for once. Um, so basically, Beast walks into the Quiet Council is like, yeah, Omega Red, right? He's definitely guilty. We gotta just fucking kill him forever, right? Right, everybody?
2: <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> um, Am, I I right? Then- Am I right? Am I
1: right? And then Sage walks in and was like, uh, hold on, I, I got something to say, and Beast's like, oh, how dare you? And so he's like, can you just shut the fuck up, please? I got something to say. Yeah, two seconds. For can you stop
0: war-cribing to- for five minutes?
1: <laughs> yeah. Right, and then she explains the ten lives. Well, she whistleblows. Yeah, yeah, she explains everything that they did to Omega Red and how fucked up it was. So she just lays the whole thing out, and Beast is like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> but Emma, I like Emma's reaction. She's like, oh, this, um this is this is interesting. Her and Sinister are just like, oh, okay. This just got uh, fun. <laughs> ooh. Yeah, it's like, oh, alright. Well, and her kind of point was like, look, we shouldn't kill him now more than ever. We should give him a chance. If we kind of tweak some stuff, he could be an ally and, like, probably one of the most important assets inside of Russia because we know they're trying some shit. Obviously, Colossus doesn't like that idea, but, you know, whatever. I just,
4: I, I guess that's we're talking so about the shit they're trying. Yeah, yeah that right. whole
0: angle with Colossus in, in in this current world is... Doesn't feel good, man.
4: Yeah. Say mm-hmm.
1: that. Right. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, it feels a little... <laughs> yeah. Um, <Ooh-y. laughs> but I just, I'm really liking someone is finally, like, um...
2: holding him Check accountable B- for his actions Beast
1: a little bit it's like oh it's like oh you just you blew the whistle now we're gonna have some oversight and she's like is that bad yeah <laughs> like, maybe maybe, maybe we a do
2: clandestine that. organization that's uh, completely free and clear of accountability and oversight <laughs> is a horrible idea u.s government
1: and scene <laughs>
5: just um,
1: who said that? yeah that's it- crazy yeah, basically gets to the point where Beast's like, no, we can't do this. Like we like we need to be a f- surgical force that doesn't have any emotion or feeling and everyone's like, no, maybe not. Yeah, like that's, we can't just we can't just wholesale murder. Sociopath? people. Like- yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking even like Wolver- even Wolverine's like, Hold on, bro. <laughs> hey, I'm
2: a fucking monster and you're sounding crazy right now.
1: Right. Yeah, like Quentin, Domino, all of them are like and Sage is like, dude, like, and he's like throwing a tantrum. Like, it's like, he's just, everyone's finally kind of seen under the curtain a little bit, which is like, I feel like we've all been waiting for that to happen, especially Seriously. like this iteration, um, which is kind of cool to see. Uh, the kind of, I don't know, Beast story is the right word, but the other half of this. <laughs> Something that The made beast
0: me, story. The thing that made me <laughs> laugh
1: out loud Jesus. in this fucking book was we cut to Forge talking about how <laughs> He got his ass beat in the Crucible, got brought back, uh, and is pissed off that Sage wants him to run an errand because the Cerebro helmet went offline. And he does that and immediately gets his fucking head blown off. Just immediately <laughs> is dead. <laughs> that made I, I don't know why. It was so dumb. It made me laugh out loud. I was like, this fucking guy cannot catch a break. <laughs> um... So this helmet is rolling around now. It seems to have Omega Red tentacles, so I don't know if there's some shit. We don't know exactly what's going on, but it like kind of latches on to um, to Black Tom and is kind of running around the island now. Uh, and they also <laughs> resurrect just, Omega two Red
3: tentacles peeking out of the helmet, like running around. They're there's like in like the back yeah. of every X book. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's just, like, chilling in the background. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That'd
3: be fucking great.
5: Um,
1: we just see it on racco and X-Men Red. Just, uh, just skittering across. <laughs> floating in space. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I, they immediately... I love how they... And they also... This was a pretty jam-packed book, but we kind of, like... This was a good, like, sum-up of X... Uh, Ten Lives and Deaths. Um, they resurrected Omega Red too, and that went immediately uh, as bad as everyone thought it was going to. It's like, I'm gonna kill Beast, guys. You cool? (laughs) And they're all like, Like, yeah, but, like, maybe no.
2: Like, half of them are like... I want you to, but, like, "Mm, I shouldn't. Mm, That'd be naughty of me. So they're
1: (laughs) trying to, like, work him out, like, kind of help him find the path to righteousness, even though, and everyone's just like, Beast Dog, like, you know you deserve to die. Like, Like, stop being the worst. Can we also talk about
2: how unsettling the relationship between, um abigail brand and beast is like that's yeah, they're not both good up
3: to some yeah some
4: gnarly or shit
3: just straight up working with orcas
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah but and like, she's trying to get beast I mean, now for sure even if she yeah even if she wasn't like explicitly a traitor i can't imagine a worse toxic relationship than those Yeah, she two.
1: thinks that he's doing everything right she would yeah. just she just feeds into it and he's like yeah you know what you're right I should do this. <laughs> Which is not great. Just the, when you're the just worst
2: enablers. Just murdering enabling each people. other to be sociopaths.
1: Yeah, and sending people on missions with false intel just to see what'll happen. <laughs> yeah, that you know, was the
2: annual. That was fun.
1: That was the annual. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude. <clears throat> so, yeah, it was a really good issue. I'm, I'm kind of happy they're kind of extending this Omega Red thing, you know, because really he was the victim in this whole thing like he knew what he was doing he did it to get kind of like make whoever pay like really like the people behind the scenes really need to like fucking get their comeuppance beast included
5: they need to kill beast
0: but resurrect the young beast that they brought back from the past the one that knows magic
2: for some reason
0: yeah
5: Give us that beast yeah, okay. instead. Or dark be
3: beast. At this point, dark beast is probably less evil than normal beast. <laughs> right? <laughs> and he has cooler fur. I mean, there's like this story <laughs> in the 90s where dark beast traps beast in a wall for like 50 issues. Maybe they just never, maybe that never just got like... Maybe yeah, they,
2: accidentally <laughs> maybe they never the switched.
4: <laughs>
5: it
3: started to feel that way, man. Yeah. Alright, well, also speaking of X-Men, Because, you know, that's what we do. That's right. My book is uh, X-Men Red number 1 by Al Ewing, Stefano Caselli, and Federico Blee. Uh, Magneto is retiring, as we saw, (laughs) and he's just going to go live on Mars. And he's like, how much is Mars real estate? Never mind. (laughs) <laughs> I'll just make my own.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I
3: love he, how he just floats in and just has a blob of mena's like, hey, can I build a house here?
0: They <laughs> <laughs> not he, care if I call dibs dibs?
3: I, I really love the way um that is depicted because it's him having a conversation and it's a c like a it's just a shot of Magneto's face from multiple panels and his hands twisting, and then yeah. at the end of the conversation it like zooms out and it's like oh yeah he was building a house like a castle as yeah, like a, a huge castle, fucking a castle straight up castle
2: yeah uh, but my favorite part about that is like <laughs> later on because my first thought is like a castle like that is going to be really like cold and uncomfortable because it's entirely made of metal uh and so they walk in and it's him it's him and his new friend the fisher king that that he met and uh the the fisher king's like yeah this is the. Uh, not very comfortable, man. And he's like, I, I'm the master of magnetism, not carpeting. And I was like, was perfect. Mm. <laughs> perfect.
0: Somewhere got- out there that mutant exists.
3: Carpet I'm has sure staples. You could just, you could just, I don't know. Carpet yeah, has staples, You just have right? to steal the staples. actual
2: carpet. Yeah, yeah, he'll just,
1: he'll call the carpet. I'm sure the X-Men have a good carpet guy.
2: But also, you know. do, is that person on a I don't think that that person mm. would survive on the war planet for very long. I mean, you know? I guess their
3: carpet guy is a, just Krakoa. On right? a there's probably like a war carpet.
5: Yeah, probably I mean, <laughs> like definitely
3: more Magneto speed for sure. <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah, probably like a floating
3: carpet that is like it just has like knives attached to him. The magic carpet yeah, it's just, from Aladdin it, it, is what you're. But yeah. It's, yeah, but just knives, but murderous. instead of tassels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so there, there's like three stories in this book. Essentially, Magneto, um, uh, Retires. increasing the, the housing market on Araco. um, and then the oh, other one... the fucking place. Yeah. yeah. And then Storm, um, and the Araco's version of the Quiet Council voting on whether, uh, the Araco people should just leave where they are and go back to a menth and help, um, genesis and apocalypse fight the they're just like what fighting demons for all of eternity or something. yeah pretty much yeah um and there's kind of like data sheets and then these pages of how they decide to vote and it comes down to storm and the fact that storm has two votes um and it's it's very interesting like the
2: vice president in the senate like that kind of
3: yeah it i make it sound not interesting but it's very well done by ewing because he's a great writer and um, Storm is also battling with an evil version of herself that I—I I guess she's hallucinating she's, she's sh-
2: or—well, no, don't. no, no, it's a shapeshifter that beat- was.
3: Oh, the shapeshifter!
2: She beat. She beat
1: yeah. them a while ago, right?
2: Yeah, it was. It was a person that was the leader of Arako previously, and in order to yeah. become the regent of Arako,
3: Storm had to, had to beat, beat her,
2: and she's yeah. like. She's like the, she the Omega in, level shape shifter and she, she like
3: in Storm's mind now?
2: No. I think she's just like flashing
1: back, and I think the whole you're but, not worthy, you weren't here, you don't deserve it is kind of
3: playing in her mind as she's trying yeah, to decide exactly. what to do for Araka. Uh, that was yeah, how she, I read she's it. She's reflecting
2: least. back on it while yeah. I'm with the council.
3: Completely misinterpreted it at the end yeah, at, the, at the end it was like she uh it's fine, whatever. At the beginning it oh. says
1: before the hellfile gala is when that took place. So but, but also at the end bubbles.
2: at the end so nameless when sh- when nameless shapeshifts she's able to like have the powers of the person she's shapeshifting yeah. into dumb. so as they're fighting storm is like freezing her out like like turning her into a block of ice and nameless is like you don't have the fucking balls and then kills herself with uh, a thing of lightning so yeah. like that's the ending is like storm reckoning with like i didn't really kill a guy but i kind of killed a guy and like Ugh. okay yeah. so
3: it's yeah. storm having a identity crisis yeah yeah exactly is. for sure yeah yeah um, and, and definitely
2: a major imposter syndrome of like i yeah. I don't yeah. belong here well, I'm not, you know, relatable
3: aspect. same yeah yeah <laughs> uh and then the third story is um uh sunspot wants to bring disco back i get I, in sure. every way possible, sure. Well, well
0: that's the B minus plot, right? There. Yeah,
3: he he wants to bring, <laughs> he he owns a bar in Araco. Um and we actually get this very funny interaction between the newly resurrected Thunderbird, which which is a character that we've had all of like is, ten issues yeah. ever with.
5: Is this the
2: first appearance of Thunderbird since like X-Men ninety six?
3: Well, other, other than, than the two issues that he got resurrected in, and, and the. But yes, essentially. I missed
2: those, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay,
3: he, he had a quick. It was not long. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, Roberto is at his bar, and Vulcan comes in, and he's bearing very belligerent um, and is fighting with Roberto. And then Thunderbird comes in, which is very funny that these two meet because, like, the Kokoa mission where that giant Size X-Men sets up, where it's, like, Gene and Scott and the original X-Men team got lost in Kokoa and Xavier needed to recruit new people for giant Size X-Men, that's, like, the one mission Thunderbird actually went on. And then <laughs> years later, you find out about um, Vulcan and... Swift and Petra, how they were like Xavier's first original team that went to Kokoa and died. So it's funny that these two are having this interaction because like if there's one person that um uh Thunderbird has a interaction with, it's it's Vulcan.
5: Yeah. Or no, like relationship like
3: connection with, yeah. That's Vulcan fucking hilarious. Is just a muscle. <laughs> i, didn't, I-
2: like I put together like the the timeline with all the like Claremont X-Men like back in the day of like oh all these guys were kind of around in the same like period but that that is fucking hilarious. All right. Also so, cable yeah. cable continuing to call uh Scott dad, uh like old cable, just being like, that's Oh, maybe dad hilarious. has a plan. It's like what? Yeah.
5: <laughs> he, calls, he
3: calls Vulcan uncle too. Yeah, Dude, I was just like looking at
1: Vulcan and um, Thunderbird. I'm like, yo, these dudes are enormous. They just are fucking jacked, yeah, to the fucking gills, and just beating the fuck out of each other
3: on the
5: bar. And then the the <laughs> ending is crazy. cool too
3: because it's Magneto in his in his new metal castle, and they're like, and then Storm comes in and proposes to build a new Brotherhood. Which yeah, is, someone's talking about, it's like, hey man, Arako's gonna need like their X Men. And yeah. Storm's
1: like, no, like, that's fucking dumb.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, we got like Mohawk Storm back, and her design yeah, yeah, yeah. is amazing. Yeah, it's yeah, an awesome yeah. design. This yeah, fucking, fucking dope costume, um, uniform, whatever. I don't my know what question is, why
2: is this book not called The Brotherhood? Cause
3: because it's on Mars, or because
1: Mar- it needs
0: to say X Men. Because that's
2: a spoiler. That's true, that's
5: a
0: good point Issue
2: 2 should start with, it should just be called X-Men the (laughs) Brotherhood Or Brotherhood Red, I don't know
0: (laughs) Well So my pick is uh, (laughs) Apache Delivery Service Number 4 By Matt Cadd, Tyler Jenkins And Hilary Jenkins
1: I love you were looking for a segue there and you couldn't find one
0: (laughs) Anyway Um so, so uh, we find out in this issue that the this British guy that's been on this hunt for Nazi gold is just a serial killer who's been using <laughs> war zones as cover to just be the worst kind of thing on this planet. Classic. But we also find out that the Nazi gold is real because. Oh, yeah, God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> he and our main character finally find the cave and this like gigantic stash of gold bricks and while while the british dude's like plotting out a way to get it all out and like you know figuring out a way and how many trips and we're gonna have to get a boat and all this stuff um our main character just kind of sneaks out and then there was a bunch of these like these people guarding the the cave with like masks and bows and arrows and they were like you know that gold is is cursed you're the first person to enter that cave and come out empty-handed so like you're spared from the curse he's like oh really cool and then like grabs his radio and calls in an airstrike and just sends this dude and the nazi gold straight to hell it's fucking awesome
1: because yeah, he's kind of like yeah but now that they know where it is, they're just going to keep coming and they're like, "Yeah, we know. We know." And he's like, "I got an idea."
0: Yeah. <laughs> what if we just bury this shit for good? Like for yeah. good for good.
1: And then it, I guess it looks like he
0: dissented cuz then the the next thing we see is just him still in in Vietnam like on a fishing boat somewhere just living his life.
5: Yeah, yeah he, he, nev- he, he, he never went back. <laughs> he Ramboed.
4: He Ramboed Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: So yeah, it, 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 it was a it anyway. was a
0: weird twist in the last issue, but this this really just kind of went. You know what? Fuck this guy and the earth he's standing on. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> it was such a uh satisfying way to get rid of this villain that we've been following. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: <laughs>
1: like no just hesitation. Blow him <laughs> to like fuck this dude.
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like All you almost right. see a light, a light bulb go off and go, oh, right, I have this radio with me that can just rain <laughs> yes. bombs from the sky. Right. From, I have from, the entire might
2: of the U.S. military. I have, <laughs> I have Henry Kissinger on the other line, ready <laughs> yeah. to just rain hell on someone. <laughs> dude, if only they go. knew.
0: If, if, if the people taking those orders knew that they were just liquefying an ocean of gold. <laughs> yeah,
5: right? Mm.
1: Just one bad dude. Yeah. Man.
0: So yeah, that was satisfying. That scratched it a ditch for sure. Like, that was a good one.
1: Yeah, like, for sure I thought that book was getting like, oh yeah, and they took all the gold and he died because he was cursed. And just like, they didn't. And I was, I was like, good. Fuck that guy. <laughs> 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 He's he a piece of shit. He was taking advantage of this dude that we clearly just didn't want to fucking be there. Yeah. You know, didn't want to be at war. Just wanted to literally just live in the woods by himself so seemed like at least he got a happy ending
4: yeah
2: which is great because you don't see too many happy endings in matt kent books i feel like <laughs> no, or
1: not books usually. about vietnam in general that's oh true. yeah <laughs> yeah that's a fair point yeah this had the per- makings to just be really just a real bummer yeah
4: so it was a pleasant surprise yeah So top okay, story, you guys. We doing this? Oh All right. Baby. We might as
0: well. I mean, we're here.
1: Oh, that's dude. I'm 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 for it, man. Um so Devil's Reign is dope. Um End of show. you anyway. wanted to read
3: Civil War, but good. <laughs> <laughs> Just. That's, that's RJ's summary. Uh yeah, I'm so not s- apologizing s- for that joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh, never apologize
2: for dunking on Mark Millar. Um That's fair. Yeah, Six no, it's, issue it's, Arc. Yeah, it's just civil war meets siege and then kind of smushed together into one better book. And there's a little some, bit of
0: Shadowland in there.
1: Yeah, there's some really satisfying stuff. Uh because this really is all the threads that we've been talking about. I know we talked about Daredevil a decent amount over the an last an aggressive you know, amount, an aggressive yeah, amount. That's fair, yeah. it's really good. Um, but this really kind of like is the culmination of all these plot lines that zdarsky has been setting up over the last 35 issues or so. There's a lot of stuff that he's been pulling from. Um, but the main core of Devil's Reign is at issue the issue right before this. I can't remember exactly the number. Basically, Daredevil Fisk, 36. it was 36. Thank you. Uh, Fisk, uh, is like, all right. He marries Typhoid Mary. He's like, I'm going to be good. I'm going to... Daredevil's like, yo, go be happy. I never tried that before, so let's, let's try this on. Let's see if we can just not punch each other and see if we're good.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and Fisk is like, all right, we could try this out. I'm, I'm down. So he's married. He's happy. He goes off to his like vacation home or whatever, where he has all these secret files. And he is going through them for one reason, clearing out some stuff. And he finds the Daredevil file. And it had his secret identity in it, and he opens it up, and it's blank. And he immediately knows someone It's just a recipe for apple brown Betty. <laughs> <laughs> if it was, he may have had a better reaction.
5: <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> well, because
0: no, he's. Ooh. He said he said that uh, all the pages were either blank or completely irrelevant. And I just kept coming up with funny things I could have been oh, in like that what file. It could be. It's all yeah.
3: single still uh, the Rickroll video, but it's single stills. All <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> like a flipbook. Flip yes. Book? yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, I want That's to preface awesome. this section with: if you haven't read any of the run, this event is completely accessible because I hadn't read any of it and I was totally fine. So yeah. I, I- it does a really good job of catching up, but it's really
1: that plot point is really all you. That's the main plot point. That's really yeah. the main thing you need to know.
4: There's other bit characters, but like yeah. you don't need to know all of them.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: So this kind of kicks off with. Right.
1: Fisk and uh, confronts Daredevil. So, like, all right, here's this file. Uh, you fucked with my head and Daredevil immediately is just sassy is like, deal with it. So th-
5: these <laughs> well, first Dare- few. Daredevil's
2: like, what does it say? I, I don't have my reading glasses on, which is a really funny way of being like,
3: I'm fucking blind, dude.
5: <laughs> yeah. yeah. These, are,
3: these first few pages, I'm not crazy, right? The narration boxes work for either person, who if, if Daredevil or Kingpin is saying it. They felt that way for sure. Because it is um, genius. Yeah, it's, supposed to,
2: it's supposed to be Kingpin talking, but it definitely has that duality but to you it. You don't realize yeah. that
3: until. Uh there's a there's a rev- there's like a small like twist in the framing of the story and you get to a point yeah. where you're like yep. oh it's kingpin talking because yeah, yeah it is absolutely. very much set up in the beginning like Daredevil's talking and mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. it is great i really enjoyed how that was set up because it is it's like oh this is really cool
1: yeah this is one of my favorite fisks in in daredevil mm. i think i feel like this feels like it's not an, oh, he's a He's smart, but you have that, like, he doesn't like to be... Like, if you come into his domain, he is going to kill you. And, but, and that's kind of very consistent with, like, the best versions of him that we've yeah, seen
3: over the years. He's an amazing and antagonist think- in this because it's, like, yeah. super, he's super smart and uh, he has... You kind of uh, does a good job of, like, believing that he could win. And then... Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, very scary. But at the same time, he's got a thumb in his cane. And he's still still kind of goofy, goofy kingpin at the same time. And he still Um. has that; he's got that fatal
1: flaw, right? And which, which (laughs) kind of makes him such a good character. Like he cannot control himself Mm. around Daredevil. Like the hatred is too much, almost always.
2: Yeah, and and he's definitely one of those characters that, like, despite being, for sure, like not he's not redeemable in any way. He's obviously the bad guy, but like all of his motivations are sound like he's not just doing crazy yeah. villain shit because he's just like i need control and power it's like no he does need the control and the power but for reasons like for like i don't like i don't like to be fucked with i'm gonna get yeah. rid of you once and for all because you fucked with me you came from my life and like yeah. i i can't I mean, fucking
3: done if you ever were to think that he is a like a uh empathetic character this is the run to do it like, this, this, is, is, the yeah, this gotten, is the closest that he's gotten This is the closest you could ever get.
1: And yeah. I, he was so close, too. Like, I feel like that's what makes him so good in this. Like, he was, he walked away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he found something that happened in the Wade run. Like, we're talking, we're not, like, this happened <laughs> right. a while ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway. So, yeah, Daredevil is a sassy bitch <laughs> to him, <laughs> pisses him <laughs> off. And Fisk's response basically is like, all right, fuck you. Here's uh, the Powers Act, which is basically makes any superheroing in New York City illegal.
3: Yeah. Unless you're the actually a supervillain act.
0: with a badge.
1: <laughs> yeah, Unless you're a supervillain with a badge. As we quickly see the newly formed Thunderbolts <laughs> get tasked to go start rounding up heroes. So we see Moon Knight get arrested by Rhino. Is that US agent? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um,
0: That's that stupid prick. <laughs> um, one of the ele-
1: uh, the new electro. electro. I don't kn- I don't know the other one. I don't know the actual hero villain name. Is that like scream a or is that a th- different I think- symbiote? I think
0: that's scream. Okay. I think it's-
2: I um, I, there's too many symbiotes. I but like
0: like, like RJ was just saying, it's just what was what was the same law in Civil War?
3: Oh, the Registration Act. Super- the Registration yeah. Act. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: the same goddamn thing.
1: Yeah. It's like you, even Tony's like, a like dude, I've
0: seen this movie before.
1: Yeah yeah, yeah. so that's kind of where We get our two sides now so we get the Thunderbolts people so they're starting to arrest some people They go after Reed and Sue Richards Um oh and they have We have a great Van
3: Grimm scene Which I thought, thought was fantastic Yeah they're so oh, good yeah, I, I mean it, like they're fucking awesome I know they're normally video. like badasses but like They're they get some great like Single panels well, in this moment they're They kind of depowered get them. Throw, that was awesome Yeah they
2: get thrown <laughs> in prison with power dampeners And then you remember that they're like not only are they smart as fuck, they're, like, <laughs> really good fighters. And you're, right, like, yeah. extremely oh, capable. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's a great <laughs> yeah. Ben Grimm moment, too, like, when they, they arrest Sue and, and, um, and Reed, yeah. like, right away. And then they go upstairs and just immediately start shooting. And Ben, like, grabs the kids. And if Ben hadn't been standing between mm. the yeah. the Thunderbolts guys and the kids, they would have just been blown away. And he's just like, Okay. It is now officially clobbering time for <laughs> yeah. you. I,
1: I was, that was, exactly. I love that moment. And then he just yeah, kind of takes you, them, him and Johnny ooh. and the kids run out. Um, so we start seeing the sides form. So, like, and when they're trying to arrest Moon Knight, we see, I think, Miles shows up and Cap mm. and the crew. So we have Miles. Well, that Cap, one
2: specifically was during, there was a, there was a tenement a fire. building fire, That's right. and yep. Miles and Cap are like helping get people out, and all the firemen are like, you should probably like thank you for helping but get like Am Also, dude. we're like, going to ha- yeah. Oh yeah. man, there's yeah. a
3: great cap moment too where they're like, you know, you're breaking the law and he's like this this law is totally worth breaking if it's not, you know, the just thing to do and I was like that's that's great. That that yeah, is it's definitely like if a law needs to be broken
1: to save lives, I will do it every time. Like that's yep. a it's a great. It's like that's like the most cap shit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we get like I said, we get our teams. We got Cap, Luke, Jessica, Miles, uh, Daredevil, Ben Riley, Spider-Man, Miles, and um, and Electra kind of all kind of sh- hold up and try to figure out what mm. the what the hell's going on. Um, you know, we have it bounces all over the place, so it's kind of hard to catch. We get we find out Doc Ock is in the employ of Kingpin, and he takes a lot of satisfaction in arresting Reed and taking his lab. Yeah. Which is really, we kind of find out that's all he, that's all he wanted. And, yeah,
2: then the and big He's kinda, not even really working for Kingpin. He's, that's just a means to an end to get into Reed's lab.
1: Yeah, basically. Because he has his own designs on what he wants to do. Um, I think this... It's not this issue. Yeah. So he gets access to the lab. Um, Luke has a very public interaction with shocker and basically is like look i'm a hero i'm gonna be here i'm gonna protect everybody i don't give a fuck if it's illegal and kind of goes viral um to yeah stand i love up. that
2: it's, it's literally while him and jessica are trying to like all right let's lay low let's just go out to yeah. like somewhere in jersey or upstate like let's just chill so all this blows over and like they don't even finish the sentence before he's like Throwing like catching a bus and yeah. like beating the shit <laughs> yeah. out of Shocker. I way. get yeah.
3: excited f- every for every two pages, Shocker shows up in any comic. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I-, I love the thing where it's like, Shocker has a badge now, so he's like, "Oh, so you went from trash to official trash."
5: Yeah. <laughs> and as right, he like right.
3: shatters his gauntlets, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as kind of
1: result is that they decided the only way to really t- beat Fisk is to do it. Legally, so Tony oh. decides he's going to run for mayor. Um, and then the next big, the other two pieces of this. So we have like we're following that the the our our heroes, <laughs> we have the kind of the Thunderbolt side, and then we also have kind of the Kingpin doc ock stuff. Kingpin mm. goes and talks to his son Butch at some point and is like, Look, I'm looking out for you, I'm trying to do this to protect you. And he's like, Look, I'm the Kingpin now, like. Step off! I don't need your help. You never were here for me. Get the fuck out. Um, so you know, just, he's just to kind clarify,
2: of, Butch is the kingpin now.
4: Yeah,
1: yes. Butch has worked his way up through Zadarsky's run to kind of take yeah. the top spot of because, the kingpin. Because because kingpin
2: left a power vacuum when he became mayor and stopped being Correct. kingpin. So there's just been people vying for it. And Butch he
3: designated one. someone, but no one was like they're like no. He was the duke <laughs> pin, <laughs> not, not that person. But he he was the duke pin, and then he worked. He went. <laughs>
5: Oh, boy. Well
1: done. (laughs) Um, In the big. The Duchess of Duke. The the big reveal at the end here is basically uh, we find that Fisk has Purple Man. Basically, his thought is (laughs) you're the only thing that could have really caused this. And I'm going to use you either way to help me get to my ends. Um, he's kind of stuck in this containment shield and he, he cuts off his thumb and puts it in a cane. So he has like walking purple man powers. Um, and then we, uh, we see the Strowman's planning to, they've been the Illuminati money people in this whole run, the gentrifiers. Yeah. Through the whole run. And they've decided that their next pet project is to make Fisk for president. That's their, next, that's their next fun thing that they're going to do, that they've yeah, decided. They're,
2: basically, their whole thing is the reason they made Fisk mayor was so that they could control property values in the city and buy up all the property and then gentrify it so they could just make oodles and oodles of money off
1: of yeah. the, the whole system. Um, so that was issue yeah, one. So that, that, kinda laid issue one. The ground, that laid the groundwork. This event also, is bonkers. <laughs> it's fucking
2: bonkers. Yeah, that's, it's jam-packed. Um, so I'm going to try to
1: like, keep it tighter I but think yeah there's yeah. a lot.
2: Yeah you you got to set up all that stuff and then we can kind of fly through the rest. But I yeah, think exactly. it's really funny like not a criticism of the writing at all but like there are so many like telepaths in the Marvel universe. It's really hilarious that Fisk picked the right one that happened to be the guy that made him <laughs> lose his memory. Cuz I feel yeah, like right. he's like it could only be you and I'm like it could really be like it could be mephisto literally so
0: did the same
1: thing a few years back dude like, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah just for yeah just a couple blocks yeah.
5: over <laughs> yeah 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 <it, laughs> like throw, it was throw in the same stone
2: city at, yeah throw a stone at a spider-man villain and you could probably find somebody that could do, pull this shit off too so right like but yeah it happens to be the guy that in the first place um the way that daredevil like back in raid wade's run the way yeah. he erased everyone's memory was the, the purple children. It was all of the purple, uh, the kids. purple man's kids. Yep. Uh, they, they wiped everyone's memory of who, <laughs> that fact that Matt Murdock is Daredevil. So, that's a yeah, little he backstory. Because right. he
1: helped them escape, basically, from yeah, exactly. purple man. Anyway, so yeah. here we kind of get, this is an action issue. I felt like this was, everyone was fighting somebody in this yeah. issue. <laughs> <laughs> which was kind of cool. It was very jam-packed. Um... We get a lot of good one-liners, because we have, uh, you know, Sheriff Crossbones coming to try to arrest Danny Rand. So we've got little one-liners as all these villains are coming to try to arrest heroes. And yeah, there's a them- lot
0: of spin-off series that they were they were setting up, because this, this yeah. broke into like five different books at one point.
1: Yeah, and a lot of them were pretty cool. Um, the Winter Soldier one was neat. Uh, the, the the X-Men one had a lot of stuff with Emma. The um, Doc one were- was really good. Yeah, for that was really a, cool.
2: A really incredible event Marvel was pretty chill with the spinoffs like they did the spinoffs that make sense and actually help the plot and that's it like they didn't like it doesn't like cross over into every single book even the ones that didn't fucking matter so really happy that they didn't like overkill this event you know
0: Mm -hmm. wasn't there a thing where one of the one of the later issues one of the spinoffs spoiled it because they came out out of order (laughs)
2: Yeah. The, um, de-
1: the Electra book that was already going spoiled Devil's Reign because they got out- printed out of yeah. So it wasn't a spin off of Devil's Reign, but it was, a- it was the Electra Woman Without Fear book.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Came out prior. Um, which, speaking of which, Electra kind of s- takes stage. She goes and confronts Kingpin, and Kingpin's like, Well, you started wearing that double D on your chest and took up the mantle for Matt. So you kind of neutered yourself. So I'm not even scared of you anymore. <laughs> um... And yeah, I know you're not going to fucking
2: kill me because yeah. you're being Daredevil right now. Yeah, and <laughs>
1: basically sicked Craven on her. It's like, yeah, someone wanted to know stuff about you, so I just gave him my file, and it ended up being Craven. So, And we see that in her book, her having to deal with Craven. Yeah. Um, And the next scene, we we see the crew that have been helping, and we start to see the stage of this next big plot. I think it might be easier to kind of just tell it this way. So we see Tony... And Luke, they run into some kids in the park because they're just trying to lay low. And they're like, oh, man, it's Tony Stark. And Tony's like, can you guys like not? Like, we're trying to lay low. You know, I'll pay you a couple bucks. And they're like, oh, no, fuck that, man. Guess you're not as rich as you said you are. And Luke Cage is like, yo, take it down for me. And they're like, yo.
3: Yep. Got it. No problem. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> the most unrealistic part of this book, because he's like, delete the video, but it's it's modern day that video they were on instagram live like you know that video is everywhere now yeah (laughs) that's true that thing Um, is on tiktok like yeah they're watching it on a racco
1: already yeah
3: right (laughs) right
1: um (laughs) but luke doing it kind of sets the stage where they start talking about like look tony we know you got the money we we know you're charismatic but, but like luke's got he's got the he's got the juice so he needs to run for mayor. It's nothing yeah. personal. One of my like it's the people be and you yeah.
2: are another billionaire. Yeah, you're maybe another rich
1: white uh, Yeah, maybe. another billionaire.
2: Yeah, maybe hero. we don't need you right now.
1: But also it's two part. He's a hero that wore a mask and Luke's always just been yeah. Luke. He never I think that wore was a mask. Big part of it. Is like
3: it's so good.
1: Yeah. It's Yeah. So Tony gets it but he's definitely a little butt hurt about it. Um, but he he goes along with it. Well, we also um, find
2: out why later. So
1: yes, we do. Yeah, there's
2: yeah, um, there's a reason he's
1: butthurt. There is a reason why. Yes, just that he-,
0: <laughs> he has a justifiably hurt butt.
1: Yeah, uh, we get a great scene of Sue and Reed in prison, uh, showing off that they are just as badass without powers as they are with. I think um, <laughs> it's
0: kind of romantic and sweet that they got to go to prison together.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that is nice. It's cool it's power- that they got yeah. to have that. Yeah, it's I like how nice the little scene...
2: Nice co-ed prison, you <laughs> yeah, know? Right,
1: right? Yeah. Well, it's a power... You know, it's powered, you know, all superpower prison, right? Super- so it's, yeah, guess, superpower prison. Yeah. Um, I think one of my favorite good scenes or events in this is the Ben Riley Taskmaster fight that oh, they have at the Daily Bugle. So beautiful. good. Yeah. The shit was awesome. <laughs> so they're basically trying to... They know that
5: Spider-Man
1: works mm. with the Daily Bugle. So they're basically trying to lure him in by taking people hostage with like Whiplash and Taskmaster. But I think they want Peter, but I think because we know Peter's kind of having some issues right now. And Peter when this case a coma as this
5: yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. So we get Ben Riley, uh kinda but this is an awesome fight. Yeah. Um I he gets his ass handed to him I couldn't but stop it was really cool.
3: <laughs> like, Taskmaster since his Thing is to like copy people's power sets. Is he just keeps accidentally shooting webs all over himself
5: because <laughs> <laughs> he's
3: oh God, no. and He's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, what's that? What what just happened?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> goddamn.
4: <it. laughs>
1: um, then we see K- catch up with Kingpin and Doc, and we we really get the Kingpin is going to use Purple Man's powers to basically <laughs> brainwash everyone to vote for him, which. That's pretty fucked up. I, I really um, do like that look. there's like a political
3: thriller aspect to this whole event.
1: Yeah, it, absolutely. Because I'm like, oh shit! Like, even if they beat him or whatever, right? Like, he could still just get elected anyway because he is literally going to break the whole I mean, the whole, the whole, whole reason city. why this
3: event is happening is less like super, like you know, superpower or supernatural reasons, and more just political power. That yeah, he uh, that's has the end- undercurrent of it for sure. <laughs>
2: And I remember when I was a kid, um, around the time that I started reading comics, um, that was when they made Lex Luthor president.
1: Yes. And everyone
2: mm-hmm. in the world was like, no one would vote for Lex <laughs> Luthor. Are you
1: Dude, fucking. Dude, so many kidding people me? would. Oh, I kept yes, bringing yes, that up no, in 2016. That aged real well.
2: Yeah, no, we live, we live in this reality, so I know for a fact everyone would vote for Lex Luthor in Kingpin. Like I, yeah. like, I don't need to. There is no justification that needs that is needed because I'm like, yeah, sure, of course he'd win re-election after he Dude, exploded the whole city with superpower problems. If like, we're
1: being honest, like I would take Luther or Kingpin over what we got. Like if we're being yeah, honest, because like, they've know. at least done something good. At least before. they're smart.
4: Yeah, yeah, like they're they're not all like, <laughs> right. Lex Luthor yeah.
1: just wants to be elected so he could kill Superman. Yeah, that's fine. You do you, bro. (laughs) Honestly, if you kill Superman and I
2: get, like, universal healthcare, eh, is it really that bad? Yeah, right.
1: Also, (laughs) there's no
0: way he's going to kill Superman, so you might as well just let him get you free healthcare because, like, Superman's got this. Like
1: They talk about it a lot in here. They talk about Kingpin, like, overall through this whole arc. They're like, yo, he's actually a really fucking good mayor.
5: Yeah. Like, (laughs)
1: he's doing a good job. New York is doing really well since he's been elected, so. Um...
2: Well, I mean, it was until everything until this, exploded. This. I, I like thunderbolts. Yeah. I liked when yeah. Jen
3: started to turn, until and then. that's like how they knew that pa- uh, Purple Man was like affecting Jen. Was like, you know, he's like, you know, it's not that bad, actually. Yeah, and that's when
1: something like I think that's in the next issue. Like that's when Jessica it clicked in her. She's like, oh fuck, yeah. I know what this is. It's fucking Purple Man. That I feel piece it. Of I shit. feel
2: a Purple Man. Yeah, <laughs> been here, everyone- done that shit. <laughs>
1: Does everyone taste and
0: smell grape
3: all of a sudden? He's <laughs> really grapey all of a sudden. And I love like
1: once once they decide that, her and Daredevil are immediately like, I'm gonna, we're gonna kill him. I don't even fucking care anymore. Like he's dead. Like we're gonna kill him. <laughs> he's already dead. He just hasn't yeah. found out yet. It was just a. I I love the just complete heel turn. It's like, yeah, fuck that dude. Um <laughs> We get the reveal of the Superior Four here at the end of this issue, which uh, they have a whole spinoff series, which they kind of explain a little bit in the main book. But basically, Doc Ock uses Reed's lab to tap into the multiverse and recruit versions of himself, which these three are Wolverine, Hulk and Ghost Rider. Yes, so. And And, it's kind of awesome. For
2: for a super modern reference that uh, this book predates, he everything everywhere all at once himself into having a (laughs) uh, superhero team.
0: (laughs) Into the Octoverse. I don't
3: know why. There it is. I mean, this book... So, we we haven't talked about the art, though we've talked about Chiquetto's art on the rest of Daredevil and how good it is. But I don't know why. I don't have any particular affection for doc ock other than i mean i i think he's a good character but chiquetto's design for doc ock is maybe my favorite design in the whole book he looks awesome it's like the perfect (laughs) mix of comic book mixed with spider-man 2 like yeah he's still got that trench coat going on yeah but he just looks so good and the way he draws the tentacles and the scale it's just like really Mm -hmm. threatening and like He's this. He's like the scariest character in the book. Like, yeah, this is like the most intimidating Doc Ock I can remember reading. Yeah,
1: it, it's for it, it, sure. Yeah. such
3: a good representation for the character.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're again we're bouncing around. I'm Just trying to kind of go through the plot a little bit. There's just some really good moments, but there's just so much that happens. It's hard. Yeah. Um. The third issue opens up with the Ben Riley. Oh. Why don't you hit me a little bit harder, officer? Yeah, um, which he I thought gets was bad great. cop, bad
0: copped. <laughs> well,
2: um that one was really fun because in the last issue when he was fighting Taskmaster, he got thrown out of a building, and right as he got thrown out, they they threw the power dampening collar on yep. him. So he's mm-hmm. like, Well, probably not gonna survive this fall, and it's like <laughs> fuck. Yeah, You're he gonna, like messaged. a web
0: up to catch himself. It's like, well, that's out of the socket. That's there goes my I'm gonna arm. dislocate
2: yeah. every bone in my body mm-hmm. now. Thank yeah. you.
1: And I love how Ben and Johnny Just walk in, literally walk in Kool-Aid man it and just yeah. pick Dude, pick up Ben and walk out I lost <laughs> it at that
3: page because Johnny like heats up the door and melts it And walks through and then yeah. Ben takes out the portion of the wall That the door yeah. was in He's like, yeah, he's sorry like, so- about that
0: Yeah, he's like, sorry about the door And then Ben's like, hey, sorry about your wall
3: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> fucking oh awesome Oh my god, it was so funny <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah i love some- how just completely over it ben was ben, ben would oh, like yeah. he's that kind of guy who's like look i was gonna be like cooperative about all this and then you shot at my kids the moment you laid eyes on me so now yep i'm just gonna start busting heads
1: yeah
2: and, and walls evidently yeah <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> no um, safe
1: <laughs> we also get that moment where we talked about with uh jessica and jen kind of realizing they've been influenced so we kind of get that and they go off and do that Um, we get Kirsten McDuffie is back with uh, working the legal cases for Foggy Mm. Um, she goes and meets with Sue and sneaks her a paperclip so yep they're gonna escape Um, (laughs) (laughs) which I thought was a nice touch Um, Doc Ock basically says check yourself Kingpin I don't really give a fuck what you're doing I got my my bros here (laughs) (laughs) the boys Um, the boys are here (laughs) <laughs> the um, boys are back in town, and in, as we're seeing <laughs> that the um, <laughs> the the hero crew Daredevil Miles all of them they're basically like all right we're gonna we got to go take them out because they just figured out Purple Man's here like like f- we, we th- this ends now like we're gonna figure this out we can't let this go any further um, and then they get Doc Ock hulked hard. <laughs> Like, they get their asses handed to them by the Superior force, By, like, by all,
2: yeah. f- all six arms of Doc Ock Hulk. <laughs>
1: yeah, Ghost Rider has good rounds. Um, Hulk fucks up half of them. Um, and this is when we find out why Tony is a little bit butthurt. Because we find out for how- some amount of time, it's just been chameleon. <laughs>
3: masquerading oh. as tony <laughs> i mean yeah, iron man's was, been, uh, in, been in a god in space for a minute so you know yeah he's, yeah. he's
2: been busy uh yeah <laughs> there's so, been chameleon's
3: well, <laughs> been working
1: for doc ock this whole time
2: yes yeah doc ock had his wild. own separate plan uh, completely apart from kingpin and he was gonna put in his rival uh candidate uh, dummy candidate, yep. so he could be mayor, but like behind the scenes because he knew no one exactly. would vote for Doc Gock. Like,
0: so it wasn't a Lex justifiably no. hurt but it was an unjustifiably <laughs> hurt But
1: Well, yeah. he knew I retracted my got-
0: previous statement.
1: Yeah, what I got hired <laughs> for, like, I'm uh, this is someone's gonna be mad because
3: <laughs> you know, the um, real Tony Stark wouldn't what what want to be a political leader.
5: Yeah,
1: it's too he much work. No, yeah, and he probably would have known that he probably wasn't the best choice either. <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah. Think about how much dirt that.
0: so many people have on on Tony Stark.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Good point. Seriously.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's photos.
1: It wouldn't even be, everyone would just be like, come on, guys. There's photos of everything. Come on.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: he's
0: got a P tape um. out there somewhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Fuck. I
2: mean, we know that doesn't necessarily stop a candidate. <laughs> it's just
3: right? him, and he, him and his
1: helmet. God damn it. <laughs> He just pees on his helmet. Yeah. Anyway, oh god, this is getting uh, off track. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, at the end of this issue, Kingpin sends some goons to uh just beat the
3: fuck out of Foggy. Yeah, Foggy got messed up. Yeah. He got crowbarred and all, man. So. Oh man. But that conversation he has with Matt is so good.
1: Yeah, that cuts to two weeks later. and I. I was going to mention that because I thought that was one of my favorite moments in this was Mm. basically like, Matt's like, oh my God, I got to do this. And Foggy's just like, dude, shut the fuck up. You're not the only one who's allowed to do things. (laughs) Like, I'm here because I wanted to be.
3: It's not your fault. Just fucking stop. I can (laughs) be a hero. Like, let me be a hero myself. Like, yeah. Yeah, Not everything
2: is about you, my guy. Yeah,
3: (laughs)
0: you're so (laughs) obsessed
3: with me.
1: (laughs) 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 Take your guilt, (laughs) stick in your pipe put it in a backpack, and get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Isn't just another great foggy moment. Just check in, Matt. Like, dude, like we're all in this together. It's not just you. Like, it's just another. You might be able to punch, but
2: I can do some shit too. You know.
1: Yeah, like he's the only one showing up for all of their firm's cases for like ten years. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah, much longer than just this event. Just in
1: general. Yeah, yeah. He's gotten He's really good over the house. years at
0: filing a, a continuance.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, which leads to a great moment of Daredevil Matt running into Matt Murdock, who's Mike, because mm. Mike wants to run into Daredevil to see if he can help Butch because he knows some shit's going down. Um, and this is kind of where it gets a little weird because, like, so Mike is a made up person when someone used, uh, I believe he, uh, Matt, used a Nornstone and magiced a brother into reality. Also, hate when that happened. So there are
0: <laughs> easier ways to do that, I feel and like. And he's the
1: only one that knows <laughs> that, uh, Mike, who looks exactly like Matt because they're like twin brothers, quote unquote. So he, um, and he's I best also, friends with Butch, who is Kingpin's son.
2: Not to well-actually you, but Mike himself made him made him, like, he was Matt used the Nornstone to have a fake brother that was like a like a, a dummy like a, a scapegoat for when he needed it and then okay. that dummy scapegoat used the Nornstone to make himself a real boy.
0: Got it. Oh, so uh, he, okay.
2: He was a tulpa that then Became a reality b- using the Nornstone. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. It's, like Pino- a- it's Pinocchio.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt
1: Murdock you wished him that. into
0: existence, and then he wished he was a real boy.
2: Exactly. Because this
1: because yes. a- he's actually been a really important character in this entire run. Yeah. Like he's he's been walking around town being Matt like for like thirty issues. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, but it, it, it's, again, this is where it gets weird because he doesn't know Daredevil is Matt and he's like, oh, you're just as sanctimonious as Matt when Daredevil refuses to help him. It's like, oh, fuck. Even he got his memory wiped when all this shit went down. Well, he
2: didn't exist when all that but, like, shit went down.
1: He, he could have magicked himself to know that. So, like, it's a weird thing how that worked. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That is strange. <laughs> yeah,
2: too much. Ooh, I, yeah. am, I am cross-eyed. It gets very weird. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. And, Yeah. <laughs> And this is when it starts to turn, and this is when the the, the, the we were talking about earlier. But this is where kind of Kingpin's fatal flaw kicks in, where he basically now knows that Purple Man is the key, but he needs more juice. And Purple Man's like, "Well, you know, I got these kids, right?" And Kingpin's like, "I'm on it. <laughs> I'm listening." Children, it's like, you All say. Right, Thunderbolts, go round up these kids, and they're like, "No, <laughs> like, yeah, you fucking go do that yourself." <laughs>
5: We're not, weird, go, we're not gonna go we're not we're not going
1: to get kids like <laughs> u.s agent rhino they're all like well he like purple man brainwashes him to make him go do it but rhino's like no I'm not i'm not doing this and like tells like the young contingent of heroes that's helping out here like miles and kamala he kind of puts a he meets up with them and they're gonna get attacked but he puts these thunderbolt badges on them to protect them and he's like look i come in peace Kingpin wants to go after kids. I thought you guys should know. I, I ain't down with that. Which is kind of cool. That was a nice humanizing That's moment very for Rhino. Cool, yeah. Um,
2: Good job, Rhino. And
1: we also know on the flip side, we've seen a little snippet that the Purple Kids know that Purple Man's out there and like, we're going to go kill our dad because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> so we got a lot of stuff going on. Everyone's just looking relatable. for each
0: other to kill each other.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, we get the jailbreak scene. Uh, with uh, Sue
3: getting her power dampener off mm. and
0: cue just- another Thin Lizzy song, yeah.
3: <laughs>
5: and
1: Moon
3: Knight nice. with just a just like his like a bag on his head,
1: yeah. With and he draws the symbol yeah. on it,
3: and you know Sue
1: Reed and Moon Knight just uh, and Danny and Tony, Re- uh, Tony. I don't know which Tony this is at this point. I think um, that's the real kind of Tony. fight their way out of jail. Um, yeah. It was a really cool scene. Um, <clears throat> Covered that. Oh my God, this <laughs> book is a lot. Um,
4: <laughs> like in the
1: best one, way, but yes. What issue are we a, on at yeah, this point? I'm lost. This is issue
0: four. four. four We're okay. on number four.
1: Uh, the other, again, the big undercurrent of this is Fisk really trying to repair his relationship with Butch, his son, um, because he's starting to realize he's doing this to protect his family. He's just, whether misguided or not. And basically, he's like, Butch got arrested because they're. His this new initiative. He's got these anti-crime drones, and they're just cleaning up crime, and crime's down like eighty percent because like it's a fucking police state. Um, but Kingpin or Fisk gets Butch out of jail, and is like, "Look, I did this for you." And Butch is like, "I don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. You are basically Doc Ock's bitch. I can see it a mile away. I don't want to have anything to do with you." And just walks off. <laughs>
2: Well, spits in like, his face and walks.
1: Off. Spits in his face and walks off. <laughs> so stop going great for them. <laughs> um, and it's it's not going to get
0: much better. Let's face it.
1: Th- doesn't get much better. No. And then Fisk is like, I d- doesn't really know what to do. He's kind of beside himself. And then he talking. He's talking to Mary, and we're like, like realizing that she doesn't really remember a lot of when they first met, and their relationship, and he's like, oh, and he has the staff with Purple Man's thumb, he's like, oh, I wish you can remember. And just like that, his powers through the cane kind of unlock her memory. And therefore and
2: unlock he- her psychosis.
1: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, Whoops. the whole thing is, like,
2: all the, the treatment and the trauma was all to, like, make her forget that she was Typhoid Mary. Like there's there's a whole side yeah. arc in Daredevil of like her was she a nun? I think. Mm-hmm. Like Matt had her hidden away as a nun and then like something happens that snaps her back into remembering that she's Typhoid Mary. And I think Kingpin had something to do with it I forget exactly how, but like she remembers at least that she like who she is, but she right. doesn't remember everything about her power set and her like powers and her like and and I think part of her powers are based on her psychosis I might be completely Mm -hmm. wrong on that um
1: yeah I'm not sure I'm not I don't know a lot about Typhoid Mary specifically
2: yeah I I feel like her they writers do really cool stuff and work and like play around with her power set so I never really know exactly um what but that's Um, I guess that's part of this is she doesn't even know what she's capable of so
4: right right
1: and in that moment when Fisk realizes oh shit I could do that to me. And he <laughs> runs up to the roof and forces himself to remember, and there's this cool narration talking about it. He tells himself to remember, and he's talking about, look, I could be consumed by this, or I could be born again. And there's this big splash page of him remembering that like Daredevil is Matt Murdock. One of my
3: favorite pages in the whole event. It was it's amazing. so cool. It just says it's Matt so Murdock. It's so Sinkovich.
2: Like, it's so, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, oh my god.
1: It's Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, god, this book is so fucking awesome. This whole time, I'm still thinking, you know, Fisk is gonna fucking win because now
3: he knows the one thing he needs right. to know. It feels very <laughs> uh, the, the he does a good job of tension building. Yeah,
4: yeah,
0: but um, he's also got that blind rage again. Exactly. Where, like, yeah, he's got the one piece, but like, what what's that doing to his focus and his, you know,
1: yeah, it's all he can think about, and everyone's kind of telling him, like, look, dude, like maybe not. Um, so we go to issue (laughs) we go to issue 5 and we see the US agent is kind of uh, after he's been uh, Fisk brainwashes him they go after and they actually find the purple kids and they're able to capture all but one of them and eventually what happens is they bring him back and they drain all of the kids powers and just supercharge purple man and just let him out to go fucking fight people. <laughs> it's like, cool, that's not going to backfire.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and basically, we just, and this is what we, once that happens, uh, oh, we also learn Abomination has now been recruited by the T-Bolt squad Seems by Disc. Like so that's awesome. He wasn't <laughs> like a doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we kind of get the setting, we get the big brawl of all the people we've met now. Um, we get all, all, the Fisk, T-Bolt, Doc Ock people. Now that Purple Man is supercharged, are all under his control. He's got all the all civilians. So there's just a horde of people that the this, these heroes that we've been following this whole time have to fight, and
3: it's it's not looking. Also, good. they don't uh come under Purple Man's powers because of dampeners that Emma built. So you know, obviously, most important character in the event as usual, ah. right in Marvel. Right. That's yeah. a good point.
1: And here we are. The, yeah, we don't want to... can't over, overstate that. It's funny, that.
3: because that actually comes from um, the digital first series that Jess- uh, Kelly Thompson wrote of Jessica, where they fought wow. um, Purple Man, and they had Emma build that, but the, the cool thing, like, what I love about that series is that Kelly Thompson's, like, one of the only people to remember that Emma's a fucking inventor. Like, she made a, like, a <laughs> right. brain wipe gun, and um... So, I, I love that, and uh, Chip is, like, a huge Emma fan, so I love mm-hmm. that he worked that in there. It's great. Yeah. yeah
2: it, it shows, too. Like, you can tell.
3: Yeah, it's cool. Um, so, the other, you know, we have, now we have uh,
1: Mike and Butch talking, and <laughs> Mike's like, yo, Butch, shit's got turned upside down. I got this Nornstone. It's got some juice left. I could just magic this stuff back together. He's like, No. I'm tired of this magic shit. Get out of my face. <laughs> what are you even Stop talking about? Go wishing away.
0: for things.
1: Yeah, like, it's clearly fucking everything up. Um, so, Mike goes back to his apartment. He's been living in Matt's loft, basically, as Matt Murdock. Because Matt's just kind of just been fucking off for however long. Because he was in prison for a bit. It's been a whole thing. Um, and then, yeah, he gets beaten to death by Fisk. Just fucking kills him. Yep. <laughs> like, Yeesh. and uh, Kirsten McDuffie walks in and catches him doing it so now we have Fisk killing who everyone seems to believe is Matt Murdock and then her calling Matt telling him that Matt is dead <laughs> which <laughs> crazy which basically triggers and Matt's like oh fuck Fisk just killed my brother I gotta leave this brawl He went too far. go kill... Yeah. I've
0: got got a fat man to destroy.
1: Yeah. So this (laughs) is the (laughs) big... Right. So this is the big final battle. Um, We have uh, the power battle, which is effectively the Purple Man Horde versus all of the powered heroes. And then the last purple kid who they rescued, uh, I believe his name was Joe, was like, just... (laughs) walks into the fray and just tells everyone to get out of the way and just is like I'm gonna go take, I'm gonna go take care of my dad like I got this um, but he's like too strong purple man dude right <laughs> um, <clears throat> and this whole time Luke sees it purple man's so strong he's even overpowering his kid and like brainwashing him and Luke sees this and takes off his power dampener to block him and puts it on the kid so he has a chance to defeat him and that whole time purple man's trying to get luke to kill him and like the tension of that oh man pa- those panels i'm like he's going to crush his head he's just going to fucking smush him and it's going to be so bad for everybody yeah
2: yeah he's going to pop his little brain like a grape
1: <laughs> yeah and like and somehow <laughs> luke is able to have the strength of will to fight off purple man cuz we've learned over the past if your will is strong enough to do something he can't Cause it's not complete mind control. It's mostly it's a lot of it's coercion and suggestion yeah,
2: yeah. power. suggestion.
1: So if you have a strong enough thought it, to block him, you can't, doesn't give a that, shit. Yeah. He has a singular focus. So you, he doesn't get affected. And Luke was able to do that as well. And it was such a, like, Oh, thanks. So if they ever
5: cross over <laughs> in the
3: DC again, he's and power man comes or purple man comes against green lanterns. He's just fucked. <laughs> he's oh, right. wow, he's, yeah. Right. Yeah,
5: exactly.
1: Um so and then the heroes kind of clean up um Joe the last purple kid thinks his his siblings are have been killed but they just got their powers stuck so he's reunited with his brothers and sisters. So it was actually a really happy ending for them.
2: That is really nice, but maybe we should get the powers out of him so he's not a sociopath. We don't want to, we don't need another empath, you know?
1: Well, the kids right. have been good because I think they've kept each other in check and they've seen that their father is a fucking monster. So they, they've, they've gone true. the other way. But, like, yeah, it might not hurt. <laughs> yeah, because <they're, laughs> there's not like, really
0: a whole lot of good things you can do with that power set. Right. That it's usually going to be something cream,
2: bad. Please. Sir. Right. <laughs>
5: like,
0: yeah. I mean, you're still fucking with people's free will no matter how you use yeah, that power.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, on the other side, uh, Fisk has realized, oh, I just murdered somebody. That's not good. Um, grabs <laughs> Mary and like, we're gonna we're bailing. We're, we're gonna run away. Um, but Electra catches, catches him and, and then Daredevil. So we have both the Daredevils facing off with Kingpin and Mary. Um, and Fisk's first reaction is like, why won't you stay dead? Yeah, I, just yeah, you. Like, I just killed you.
4: I just killed you.
1: Surprise, um, motherfucker. Yeah, um, And they have this great They have this great battle and this is when they talk about it. It's like dude why don't you just leave me alone I was happy like this is Fisk talking It's like I, I was ready to go Why did you attack my mind why did you erase I was happy I was ready to just be Done with this like, shit. I
0: did all that before You were happy though so
2: Right <laughs> right. And it wasn't like you in particular To be fair it yeah. was the planet Like yeah. I just yeah,
0: It's right. not always about you bruh
2: yeah, why are yeah. you obsessed with
1: <laughs> me? Um, and then he's basically gotten to the point where that blind rage He's like, look, I'm going to kill blind you. Rage, I rage, not intended, care. sorry. Nice. Boom. Like, I don't care um, if, if they put me in electric care- chair for killing you, I will smile the entire way. Like, I am done. Like, you have The entire way my life. to
2: hell, specifically, is his yeah, line. Yeah, like,
1: which is such a badass Boo. fucking line. <laughs> for someone as
0: religious um, as he is, too. Right, no, Kingpin. and then this. Oh, right, King- yeah, I'm getting confused. <laughs> yeah, again. that was
1: Kingpin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this I thought was one of my favorite parts of the series too, which I think really shows Kingpin as a character. Matt gets the Purple Man staff and tells him to step back, and it kind of takes him off guard a little bit. And then he's like, "I want you to suffer for your sins. I want you to think about all the lives you've destroyed." Oh, and you yeah. see his eyes go purple a little bit, and he's like, "Oh God!" And then it shifts back down. He looks normally. He's like done he's like i'm like holy because to me two things have happened one you can't control him but two he's already thought about it he knows what he's done yeah he knows he exactly re-
2: who he is like he right. you don't you're not going to be able to make him feel guilty about it because he's just that much he's, of a fucking ruthless monster right because the people so he does badass. feel
1: guilt for he's he knows and he feels bad about it but like most of the time he knows he's been doing it he has that focus it's like fuck that was such but a but also and then matt was matt's like holy fuck like this dude's evil like i don't even know what to do like i don't i mean what you do could I also do? probably
3: <laughs> the same thing probably would also happen with matt though because he's also someone who's very aware of yeah. his weaknesses too and like the things he's and done and his guilt is yeah. consumed by it yeah so. exactly
2: yeah, very, very much uh, opposite sides of the same coin, you know? Like- well,
1: then we flip immediately, and then immediately, that's when Matt decides, oh, he has to die. Yep. I have to kill him. And like then, then we, they kind of flip that role from just a minute ago, and mm-hmm. then this is when Electra the journey she's been on to kind of prove that she was worthy to Matt, and I'll kind of get... She came back to recruit matt to help her join the fist to join to take down the hand and that's where she's been for 30 issues <laughs>
2: yeah
3: um yeah. She she's took literally up the just doing prove- all
2: of doing all of this as like uh will you just shut up and help me now like i'll, I'll i'm gonna i'm gonna Did help you get your yet? chores done <laughs> yeah. so we can go to the movies like that's just i i just yeah. really
1: <laughs> and then she's basically like look i won't stop you I've killed plenty of people for way less. But look at the symbol that we wear, that you made me wear. You decided to be a fucking symbol. Everyone's watching. What kind of man, what kind of symbol do you want to be? And that finally got through to him and he actually lets Fisk go and doesn't and gets him arrested. Um, and I was just like, that's such a, of all people, Electra yeah. talks Matt down from killing somebody mm-hmm. when this whole arc started with him doing that on accident and fisk of all people yeah. and, and fisk of all people yeah. right yeah
2: yeah no, th- I, I feel like one thing like about this whole all of the daredevil run and uh devil's reign both together and independently have given every single character a really satisfying arc yeah, like, absolutely. Even like the uh, Luke Cage, even like the Purple Children, even like Elektra, like they're, they're everybody. Shit,
0: U.S. Agent gets a bit of a redemption. U.S.
2: Agent gets yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, like everyone right. has some some growth and some development that match that matches the tone of their story, and it's just yeah. it's so fucking good. I thought it's every a, character a perfect juggling good. act, you know?
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we have a little bit of an epilogue here, kind of in two parts. One is we see Fisk getting taken away to
4: jail uh, with, like, the Thunderbolt squad. And, um, basically, (laughs) Butch
1: has, um, (laughs) calls his plan, calls Fisk's plan small time. I thought, (laughs) whatever you were doing, it was all small time. And takes him, and they meet with the Strowmans. And well, you also,
2: you, you missed that, like, the Thunderbolt crew was Butch in disguise.
1: Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Yes, he was. The <laughs> yeah, Thunderbolt so, crew, like, he takes off a helmet and it's Butch. Yes.
2: Yeah. Which, Which also, Yeah, maybe don't get let the guy get arrested by his own goons. Like,
0: yeah, by his yeah, own you know, like, come on. deputized police force.
2: Yeah.
1: So we yeah, find maybe, out that the Strowmans gave Butch an offer. They're going to keep him in charge as the kingpin and back him. They break him out, and they want. This is when he gets the offer for Fisk to run. They're like, "Hey, we want you to run for president. We think you could do it. We're going to back you. We're going to do everything. We've got these pesky charges.
5: Yeah, we're going to make these
4: pesky, charges. Yeah, yeah, we'll make make these pesky
2: charges disappear. You don't even need to worry about that.
1: And they're you know, just doing what's for, a little murder
2: among friends,
1: <laughs> right? And this is where Fisk kind of takes over. Is like, I um, I let everyone down. I've had all these failures how can I let these people control me? Like, how can I watch my, how can my son watch me bow to another man, um, another people? And he goes to shake the hand and just crunches this dude's hand. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to fucking take it. And just starts beating the hell out of him. <laughs> so I think he's good. A, I want to say he kills one of them, but I'm not hundred percent sure.
2: Oh yeah, he for sure kills them.
1: They're all. I think he kill. Yeah, I think he kills at least one of the Strowmans and basically. And he tells him that he's like, "Look, I wasn't going to make that mistake again. You can be your own man. I've give this to you. This is yours. The story is, you killed me. I attacked the city. I murdered Matt Murdock. We're gone. The city's yours. Goodbye. (laughs) That's that's my legacy. You can have the crown. I'm out. Yeah, and he's just like. And then it all finally hits him that his best friend's dead. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, don't worry. I killed that. um, uh, I killed Matt Murdock for you. So the city's yours. And he's like, oh, oh, oh,
5: fuck.
1: Yeah, yeah, my buddy. And this is where we get the true epilogue, where basically Electra's like, all right, can we go now? Can we go take the hand down, please? That would be fucking great. Mm.
3: (laughs) 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 They have a Punisher
1: Um now. Yeah, yeah, really need to stop him. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about a that. brand new all-new
0: <laughs> oh, Punisher.
5: That's, that's, that's
1: definitely part of mid. it. <laughs> yeah. Um and then Wilson, uh Fisk and Mary quite literally sail off into the sunset. Very yeah, Count of Monte Cristo.
0: I was kind of yeah. pissed <sighs> off that they got they got uh, they just got away. They got away f- with all of it. Like Yeah, all but of it. They did.
2: It is the thing that they were wanting to do uh, to actually Like, it's not getting away to finally hatch their plan. It's, like, getting away to just fucking be happy. And, like, I'm cool with that. I'm fucking... I'm cool with them getting their happy ending because that's all they were trying to do until he just overreacted very poorly to a bad situation.
5: Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Yeah, uh, from top to bottom, I know we just threw so many words. But this was, like, one of the most jam-packed stories, but it was such a satisfying... Yeah. Yeah. yeah for six issues, it was such a satisfying event after this Daredevil run we've been reading. Like, it really it was a great build up to this for all these storylines. They all met so well. And as Casey put it, all these characters that we just met, like, there's so many people in this the whole Daredevil
3: universe, it feels like, was in this book, and they all felt
4: important. So, mm-hmm.
3: this book is like a really good blend of like, really interesting, serious, uh, like, cape stuff mixed with, you know, goofy superhero. And, like, Mm -hmm. this is the kind of thing that I would absolutely love to see adapted and the exact thing that the studios can't adapt and why I hate comic book movies. (laughs) (laughs) Because comic books are this amazing blend of really goofy stuff mixed with the ability to tell really genuine uh, you know, affecting stories that they just can't see in the grasp. I yeah, this I is feel like what like,
4: I feel, I feel like the Defenders Batman should
2: be. Yeah, I feel like the Batman got close <laughs> if they had just turned up the color and really just committed to all the goofy. <laughs> co- like if the Penguin looked like the Penguin and the Riddler looked like the Riddler and right. the Catwoman looked like Catwoman, I, it would have been perfect. But like, he kind of it didn't need to be gritty. Like, why? Uh, uh, you know? Yeah, I love that. Right. Movie, I know but- what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, to, to R.J.'s point, but yeah, it's just they just like admitted it was a campy, silly thing with a cool story. You know, the story mm-hmm. is just such a
3: great, like, uh, perfect, like, perfect encapsulation of like all the kind of the tone—not tone clash, but tone melding—that I love from <laughs> yeah. comics and that they do so well. So, yeah, it, yeah.
2: It was the f- beautifully fact that written. that, um, the fact that that Superior Four. Book was able to exist in Tandem with this, <laughs> right. like really Intense like yeah. that superior Four book was So silly and fun and like it was I mean that in the best great. way yeah Yeah it was a but lot like, of fun but Silly is like the best way To describe it because it's just like right. fuck yeah why not Yeah but like dude it,
1: the Supreme doc Ock and shit like Yeah it was, yeah, it was a lot like, of fun
2: it's not It's not contradicting The tone of this they can just it coexist In the perfect harmony like yeah. it's just Yeah it's fucking great
1: I just, uh, yeah, I thought a lot of the tie-ins did that really well. They complemented really well and we didn't even touch a lot of them, but they kind of enhanced the story a little bit, but again, as RJ mentioned, you don't really need to even be caught up on Daredevil or read yeah. the tie-ins or read this event, and you could still get a really satisfying experience. There,
3: uh, um, some of the, uh, this. this event has some of the best, uh, editor's notes that I've seen, so if you are curious mm-hmm. about, like, um, you know, the tie-ins or uh, the Daredevil run, there's they're really good uh like the the editor on this was on the ball for like what um (laughs) events led to like what uh what things and then what you needed to know from old daredevil issues so yeah they did a good job with that
1: yeah so that was devil's reign all right a lot it was super fun so and much. I know, and Zdarsky's still on Daredevil, so you know, get caught up. It's a great, <laughs> it's a great book.
2: And Zdarsky's starting Batman soon, so it's like win-win. Dude. Really, you know, if he can
1: do wow. this in
3: Batman, oh boy,
2: and
3: that shouldn't be allowed,
0: right? Like, you shouldn't be allowed to write <laughs> Daredevil and Batman. That's that as seems like a, a, some sort of
3: right.
1: I don't know there's like <laughs> Antitrust
0: I'm laws interested. against shit like that
1: <laughs> If he can bring the same Vibe because to me they're extremely similar In the, what I'm looking for if he can bring Anything remotely close to what he just Accomplished in daredevil to batman
3: yeah. That that might be Another one of those all-time he could runs. just he could Just plagiarize himself and do this in batman And I, I, I that would it be right so it would be awesome. Funny
0: that would be so it would funny be
3: awesome
2: But like what are was saying All my favorite batman Stories tell an incredible story and never forget that this shit is silly you know yeah. like
1: yeah like it's still comic books right it's Still like, comic books
2: like yeah, yeah like scarecrow is fucking terrifying in fear state but also like he's still goofy at, there's still goofy shit happening mm. like yeah. there's still yeah it's like Dude, he I, was think, terrifying. I think state. he's <laughs> gonna <to> be
5: <beijoring laughs>
3: on batman and i'm very excited i think so yeah. too and we've we seen a a
1: sprinkling of it with the knight, and I feel right. like he's already writing a really good Bruce. I imagine with seeing what we've seen with Daredevil, there's some good Batman stories churning in that brain, for sure.
5: Oh, yeah,
2: well, like, Daredevil has always been one of my favorite characters. He's kind of what got me into comics was, like, the Bendis Maliv yeah. run, and then the, subsequently the Brubaker run, and yeah, it's it's what brought me to like i my my stepping stone after daredevil was like oh batman wolverine punisher like all these dark and gritty characters that kind of yeah. have that like guilt issues and like all mm-hmm. the like emotional trauma you know like <laughs> right it's weird that i would be so attracted to emotional trauma what, that's what's yeah. that about that's
1: i don't understand um, <laughs> i think that's <laughs> yeah, coincidence no, very, i wouldn't yeah, read into it no, totally. thank you <laughs> i wouldn't worry about <laughs> just it
2: tamp it tamp it down further it's yeah fine.
1: just Push that down. Don't we'll worry about that till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <clears throat> uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, this shit's fucking fun. And like, honestly, so we can tell you all day long that the art is incredible, but you cannot believe it until you see it. Go out and fucking Put your buy this on bu- it. Buy the issues. Go buy the trade when it comes out. Like this is fucking cool. Gu- buy all of the Daredevil run. Like yeah. it's just
1: so I, i've been reading day. this digitally but i will i'm hoping they do like an omnibus or something for this run i think it's been pretty <laughs> they've successful they've been doing so hoping... an omnibus
3: for almost every other daredevil run so far so right so i'm <laughs> yeah. hope
1: yeah and i have most of those other ones so i'm hoping there's a, D- a zadarsky collected daredevil or at least like like deluxe edition so i can get some beefy ones like uh, kind of like the thor ones they've been doing yeah yeah
2: yeah
1: so I'm, I'm looking forward to getting this in trade and maybe even rereading it again
2: yeah, right. it was fun to reread it, because it felt like yeah. all the threads uh, connected even more so yeah. than they already were, where I'm like, oh, Absolutely. yeah, this is, this is chaos, but it's very cohesive.
1: Uh, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I feel like that's the Zdarsky sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> so what should we be reading this week? Daredevil? I don't know. I don't know if it's out. <laughs> I,
4: don't, yeah, I don't actually. <laughs> That'd be fucking great. Oh, uh, uh, it is? X-Men? Wait. X-Men's out. Looks like. There's an
2: Electra issue 100 ish book, nice. so like, sure, oh, fuck nice. it, why
1: not? <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, there's um, the. Let's see what is out this
4: week. Uh, Batgirls is out. Urban Legends, yeah. Batman Urban Legends, as well. Um. um ooh, um, the Nightmare
2: Country. It's the James Tynan, uh, Sandman universe book starring ooh. the Corinthian. So, uh, fucking okay. hype for that. All That's- right
4: check it's that out for next week yeah rain number four we've been talking about rain a bit it's a good book mm-hmm. mm, the x-men 92 like number 92 or like mm-hmm. the year 92
2: the the it's it's uh connected to the <laughs> animated
1: uh, oh yeah I've, i i I've,
0: I've jumped in on an issue or two of that it's pretty good
4: okay it's yeah, like a yeah. relatively small week. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll find something really long to talk about.
5: <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> As always. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, well, uh, r- rush out to your comic book store now and, and buy these books. and uh, We'll be back next week when they're last week's comics. Uh, yeah, so... If you haven't joined our Patreon yet, you really should. Um, We just released our episode on mouse for our Patreon subscribers. You guys are going to be getting that sometime later this season. We'll figure that out. But Patreon subscribers get it first. So it was a really uh, deep dive, a good conversation. Um... Yeah, go check that out. Uh, I'll give you. We'll give you a link to our Patreon in the episode description. I was also on um, Ideal Remake here on Dueling Genre. We did a, a talk about the Mask. So if you miss me talking about the insanity that is Mask comics, you should go check that out. <laughs> uh, let's see yeah I guess that's all that's all there is um join us uh uh, follow us on twitter and instagram at last week's comics and uh we'll see you next week for myself for everyone else this is Tales from the Shortbox goodbye everybody